1: Hello and welcome to the Mirror Gaming Walkthrough, the weekly gaming news show. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by two of my esteemed colleagues, Scott McRae and Tom Lynch. Uh, You will see that Scott is here with his camera on. Tom's camera, unfortunately, has had a little bit of a panic just before we went live, so he's got like a little avatar in his place, uh, but we can still see see your face, Tom, so it's all good. Uh, Scott, Tom, how are you both? You all right?
0: Yeah, I'm doing good, thanks. Very warm, very you know feeling very disgusting but I'll make it through this hopefully won't pass out
1: <laughs> <laughs> i hear you um just l- let me know how you feeling as 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 it goes keep keep drinking water scott uh tom hopefully you're feeling a, l- a little bit better than scott is right now
2: very much the same to be honest <laughs> <laughs> trying to fend off these tech goblins that have crippled some of the uh the old tech as it were but yeah hanging in there
1: Good. Well, uh, no, it's uh, it's it's been a bit of a hot week, but it's been a bit of a hot week for new game announcements. I hope you like that segue. What a segue. Oh, lovely. Uh, let's react to the Xbox Game Showcase that happened on Sunday evening. Um, there was so much announced. We talked in the previous walkthroughs about potentially as someone, as an Xbox player, I went into that with more hope than expectation, really. I was hoping that Microsoft and Xbox would have something up their sleeve, but I sort of I wasn't counting on it. Uh, but if we look at some of the games that were announced, um, so, some weren't announced, it was just showing off the gameplay and stuff, but um, the games that are announced, if I just reel off this list, uh, the handy list that Scott did for us uh, in his roundup of the Xbox Showcase uh, piece earlier this week, Starfield. The new Xbox Series S, Forza Motorsport, Fable, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, Persona 3 Reload, Persona 5 Tactica, Metaphor ReFantasio, Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom, Phantom Liberty DLC, Avowed, Star Wars Outlaws, South of Midnight, Sea of Thieves, Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024, Microsoft Flight Simulator Dune, Clockwork Revolution, Towerborne, City Skylines 2. Dungev- Dungeons of Hinterberg, Justin. Uh, Kunitsugami Gami, Path of the Goddess, the saga, Hellblade Two, Fallout seventy six, Atlantic City update, Still Wakes the Deep, thirty three Immortals, Payday three, Overwatch two, and the Elder Scrolls Online Necrom. Um, there's a lot. There was a lot there. Um, they opened up with Fable. We're not sure whether that's a, a reboot or a complete continuation of uh, maybe Fable Four, or but we do know that Richard Ioardi is in it um, because he was in in the trailer. Um, that was something that I was really excited about. Um, just looking at the games you announced there, and I know you both watched the, the showcase as well. What stood out to you, and what was your reaction as well to to the whole the whole showcase? Uh,
0: so. I've I've not really kept up with Xbox as much in the last few years. Um, not much
1: to keep up with, to be honest, Scott. I suppose so.
0: Fable I do like. I think that looks quite good. Obviously that wasn't like proper gameplay. I mean they said it was all an engine for this show, so we can expect it to look like that. But um I would like to see some proper gameplay for that. Uh as for me, Yakuza Like a Dragon was my favorite games of the decade so far, so Seeing the next one with my man uh, waking up naked on a beach. Perfect tone setter for the series. Uh, Persona 3 has eluded me for so long. So it's exciting to finally see that get a remake, even if it did leak out, well, I think, a few days before, anyway, officially. But then again, uh, Metaphor re fantasmo I believe. I don't know. <laughs> that didn't leak out. And that's the newest game from the Persona team. So that alone very exciting as the rest i don't know i'm excited for starfield but i'm maybe not as excited for as much some as much as some of the other people on this podcast which i'm sure leads into possibly tom's opinion if not i feel bad (laughs) no
2: no Uh, yeah um, starfield was obviously the big one for me um and you can clearly tell that that's one of their flagship kind of titles that they're they're pushing. Um, I thought it had a great great showcase. It was good to see some more footage of that. I think it was probably the best showing of that game that they've had so far. Um, will I end up playing it? I'm one of I'm one of these types of gamers that like has really bad OCD. So in an open world, I have to clear an area full of side quests, make sure it's hundred percented before I move on. So Starfield, in that way, would take me about twenty four years to beat. So it's immediately about very intimidating for me but it it looks really impressive and i hope um i hope it runs uh kind of kind of better than some of bethesda's previous titles and the fact that it's you know on next-gen hardware and stuff will probably um hopefully do in its favor um but yeah i thought the showcase was really quite solid opening with fable uh was great to finally see that game um i saw that as more like a tone setter you know you get a feel for the the style of the game um i agree with scott it would have been good to see some actual gameplay um but it was good to see, you know, some of their, their first-party studios, you know, show off what they've been working on. Um, and obviously showing um, or revealing Star Wars Outlaws as well was obviously the big, uh, the big surprise and a big get for them. So, yeah, I think it was a really well-paced showcase. You know, there wasn't too much, like, faff and stuff in the middle that you could have very easily chopped. So I thought it was, you know, game to game and there were some really good highlights in there. Um, and kind of ending with that big Starfield um, showcase and, and set piece um i thought was quite strong as well um so yeah i thought it was probably one of their best conferences um in a good couple of years and certainly uh, put playstations to shame
1: let's let's say that Absolutely. Uh, we've got Tom Canning in the chat. Uh, thanks so much for joining us, Tom. I think the only one I recognised was Flight Simulator, but you all seem very excited, so I'm happy. Well, thanks, Tom. Uh, Flight Simulator is such a good game. It gets such, like, I mean, it's a niche audience, right? People who want to fly around looking at different things, but the audience is there, and I, I really enjoy it, just going around places that I know. It's a really nice way to spend an evening. Um, but I thought it was really telling. You did mention around, uh, if we go back to like some of the, the fables announcement right at the start here the i'm just embedding a stream of us watching the xbox stream um so you've got you see two of me don't panic there's not two of me there's only one um but yeah i thought it was very telling that in every single game they showed the word in-game footage appears at the bottom and it al- almost felt like that was a, like a, a little dig at playstation for their showcase because playstation didn't really show off uh they showed a bit of gameplay but some of it was cgi and they xbox made a big thing before the showcase about um all our trailers will be in game so it was it was good to see them actually do that in the showcase and part of me thinks that they added that after the playstation showcase as well just to kind of dig dig on them so uh, that was interesting um but I, I also think that xbox had quite a big advantage going after playstation which isn't normally how it works Normally, Xbox go first and then PlayStation give, get the opportunity to hand them. But in this in this case, Xbox, I think they needed the they needed to up upstage PlayStation in this way. And I, I feel like they did with the amount of games they showed and the amount of actual in game footage and, and stuff that they showed off. Um, as an Xbox fan, Scott, we mentioned it there. There hasn't been much to get excited about: Halo Infinite, Redfall, Forza Horizon hi-fi rush now i'm struggling with games that you know actually are first-party xbox games so the fact that there's all these first-party xbox games that people can look forward to maybe not this year we've got starfield and things this year but 2024 is going to be quite a packed year um but I just, I was just happy to see the number of games just to see all those games that, you know, finally came game pass. There's actually nice things to play on there rather than stuff that's really old or stuff that's not really of interest. So yeah, I was, I was really, really pleasantly surprised by the showcase and uh, let's move on to Starfield because Starfield is the biggest one um, and they, they're going hard on it and I think they need to as well. Um, Scott, you said you're probably not going to play it. Um, why is that just out of curiosity i mean first off september is packed
0: like september is the biggest month for the year i think, I think. yeah we've got, Life of Key. Later, we've got uh the cyberpunk dlc later in the month apparently silent hill has been listed on like amazon france or something like that to be in september so it's just finding the time is one thing armored Core is like a week before as well so that's all shot Uh, but Bethesda RPGs and me have just never really mixed. I think it might be some of the thing Tom was saying, where just, like, finding something to latch onto in these games can be quite difficult, because you want to just jump from each thing to each thing. But then again, I do love Zelda, so maybe that's not a good enough reason. Um, But, I mean, I don't like Skyrim. Uh, I think the Fallout games are pretty good, but I've never really finished one, and... Starfield does look very good, but for whatever reason, I'm just, I just don't have to feel about it. I will play it. I don't think I'll play it right away, but it's
1: just, I don't
0: know. It also just looks too big. They, they say what, what did they say, like over a thousand planets?
1: Yeah, over a thousand planets, each with their own lighting system.
0: Although I will say that probably translates to over a thousand planets. Five of them are good. Um, but... <laughs> Potentially, yeah. The Potentially the old right. uh, No Man's Sky treatment.
1: Yeah, uh,
2: I th- yeah. I, th- I thought it was... I, got, I, I wish it. I wish it was coming out next year, like maybe the start of next year, when there's like usually a lull of releases. The, the, the fact that it's coming out in the in kind of the last the last quarter of the year, when it's quite stacked with releases, I think isn't going to do it any favors. It'd be really good to like sink. Imagine like sinking your teeth into that in like January when you've burnt through like the Christmas backlog of games and you could really sink your teeth into this. Yeah. That would, um, I think that'd be great. Um, But in terms of like comparing it to their previous catalog of RPGs, it's probably the one that like appeals to me the most. I'm not Hmm. really a big like fantasy guy in terms of like a setting or a genre. And the post apocalyptic thing with Fallout, I just think was, it's obviously been done so many times before in different mediums. Whereas, I think it's a really interesting, um, Kind of setting and genre to go after because you don't really see that a lot in, in games or yep. or things like that. So it's the one that interests me the most. Um, but it's it's just finding the time to play and like do the game justice because you can't really play this game for like two three hours and, <laughs> and, and and get what it's what it's supposed to be. You know, this is the one that you clear everything for a good couple of months and and play. And I I, I just don't think people really have the time to do that nowadays when there's so many other things competing for your attention.
1: Yeah yeah absolutely and we we i mean the you mentioned there's so many things there are a thousand planets there's like the biggest city that bethesda has ever done on the the main planet there's the character customization the ship customization there's an in-game economy there's crafting uh there's base building like there's just so much to go after and i know although bethesda is well known for putting out games with bugs uh, and Microsoft and Xbox have come out and and said this will this won't be the same thing. I will point you to the still that we're showing now, which is the lighting system. The shadow is in the wrong place. I
0: didn't even I
1: notice believe, that. I believe they said the least amount of bugs, which still <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it still man. means some bugs. Yeah, oh. but th- this is this was a a direct showing off their lighting system. And the sun is clearly the other side, and it, yeah. So, uh, yeah. But uh, I mean, Jasmine's in the chat. Uh, hey, oh my god, I'm in the stream. Yeah, there's also Jasmine in here. Thanks for joining us, Jasmine. Uh, can you tell how blown away I was by my stance? Yeah, absolutely, you can. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's 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 just just how just how polished will this game be? I think that's that's going to be a huge thing. We, we we talked about Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. They The game was finished for, what was it, two years before? And then it was pretty much two years of polish around the right line, Sky, It was about two years, wasn't it, they said? They came out uh, and said. Was it a year? May have been
0: a year, yeah.
1: A year. It's just the polish of the games, and I hope they've spent a long time polishing it. It's been in development for 25 years. It's got huge potential, and Tom, you said no one, no one's sort of done it this way before. I think it's because it's such a big game and such a big task for them to do a 1,000 planets. I think it's probably why people haven't done it before. Like, No Man's Sky did it and sort of did it, but then it wasn't really what they sold, and it is now where it is. But that's procedurally generated, right? That's sort of a random algorithm thing, whereas this is like a curated, 1,000 curated planets. So that'll be that'll be really interesting um we also talked about it from a like a like a press review from a, a like a really like selfish point of view how do we even review this game to its full potential like how many hours are we putting into this to test every single mechanic and the story and how many planets do we visit before we think we've reviewed the game you
0: know if they send the game out now like today <laughs> yeah maybe yeah. we'll have enough time yeah. but uh yeah it's
2: going to yeah. be a review in progress that takes six months, I think, to finally finish.
1: <laughs> well, it's, uh, picks that one up
0: as well. I'll see.
1: absolutely. Uh, Connor's in the chat. Uh, hi Connor. Uh, is it supposed to look so empty? I think, I think they're just showing off the sort of planets. Uh, there is a, like a metropolis city and stuff, which I can, I can show off in a bit. Uh, I'll, I'll just find the, the actual place, uh, where you've got all the people, uh, and then I'll, I'll put the stream back up, but Yeah. In terms of reviewing it, So I do.
2: I do wonder if, like, like kind of mentioned like, how much they'll actually be to do on all these planets. Like, are they going to be? I know they showed off one where there's quite. There's was a stronghold or something of like other people you could fight, and obviously you've got the creatures and like do, do, you know, going after certain creatures, playing to getting materials, the way you can upgrade your your gear and stuff. I don't think they've really touched on that all too much, so. You know, you might have these a thousand planets, but like how much is there actually to do on each? Is there like maybe one or two settlements you can go to and I don't know, some like some collectibles that you can find and that's it. You move on. It'd be interesting.
0: Well, that's, that's yeah. what I was kind of going with where I wasn't just being snarky when I said five of those planets will be good. I think probably, you know, somewhere within the five to ten range of those planets will have like story missions and these big yeah. cities and all that. Whereas the rest will just be like, you can go here to get this material
1: to craft your nail gun or whatever, you know? Um... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's going to be, I mean, look, it's a it's a first world problem, right? How are we going to review this game? But it's sort of, it, it does beg the question, if if you miss one of the best quests because you didn't get to a specific planet, and then that might have a completely different outlook on how that game is. It just it just seems like we're going to have to spend such a long time with it to be able to review it. And, Tom, you might be right, a review in progress might be better. We might have to wait until we explore all planets to actually find out. But I think even Bethesda said you won't get the same sort of experience. Player to play, you'll get slightly different experiences. So even then, uh, it's, it's not absolutely absolutely set that we, everyone's going to get the same experience. Um jasmine's also thinking the same thing uh i'm worried it will be 10 good planets and 990 bad ones i mean 10 good planets is is pretty good uh but as a ratio that's not that's not great um yeah, tom, have how you, many of those you... are
2: just going to be copy and paste like desert sand you know a bit of like broken crash ships and stuff and then that's <laughs> it yeah
1: we'll have to wait and see um tom have you played any of the fallout games did you yeah. enjoy those
2: I really enjoyed Fallout Three, yeah. And then for whatever reason, I played Fallout Four for maybe like two hours or so, and just thought, yeah, this isn't for me. Like this is like Fallout Three reskinned, and it looks a little bit better. Like I feel like I've played this before. Yeah. Um, I didn't really play Skyrim all that much, but I loved Oblivion. I think it was just like those games were a part of like very much a part of the time. Like a bunch of my yeah. mates and stuff were playing it at school and stuff like that. Everyone was talking about Oblivion, and we were all, you know, spending hours playing the side quests and 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 really getting into the meat of it um but yeah i didn't didn't play fallout 76 either um so yeah i'm I'm hoping starfield is like that that game that like gets me back into the franchise and their catalog of 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 titles
1: yeah just imagine for a second that on every planet that they do the over a thousand planets imagine if they're all really interesting Imagine if they really <laughs> Scott's laughing already, but just let's just let's give them the benefit of the doubt, right? Let let's say the quests are really spread out. There's loads of things to do. There's like an infinite amount of quests. Like it's really hard to complete the game. You'll never get bored of it. There's loads of ship customization, which we know. Um there's a really good storyline that you can choose to follow. You can do quests. Like is this is this could this be and you think about the potential of the game? Like the DLC potential of like adding more planets and Adding different things like this could be the, the the biggest game surely the the way that it could appeal to so many different people. Um, I don't know if you both agree with that. That's how it feels like for me. I feels like it, it's definitely got that potential. I I always point to
0: Metal Gear Solid Five as the game that has the biggest potential. That could have been the best game of all time, and then it came out and it was unfinished and all that so as much as i you know i'm excited for your excitement i maybe wouldn't get my hopes up considering the last couple of bethesda releases but if it is that good it is that good i you know i would love for it to be that good because you know it's a cool concept space travel you know it's been done but you know this kind of scale and scope for a game like that you know if it is all good then that would be incredible, and I do agree it probably be one of the biggest games. But after Fallout seventy six and Elder Scrolls Online and most of Fallout four, yeah, polish. I think, I think it has polish the, is to... the word.
1: Polish is the word.
2: Yeah, I think it has the potential to be a generation defining game if if they if they get it right, and yeah. they manage to tick all those boxes. But you know, it's obviously a very very big task to to do that, and I think gamers have been so burnt over the past couple of years with things like cyberpunk and you know the first demo of watchdogs and stuff like that and what that ended up being that i think now subconsciously as like gamers we're just not as excited for things anymore until we actually get it in our hands so we can see all these like vertical slices as much as we want but until we actually see it and inevitably download that one gig five gig patch that's on day one to fix a little bugs <laughs> you know yeah. you know it's, it's it's one of those isn't it
1: yeah absolutely well let's let's touch on cyberpunk because we got uh, a little appearance by keanu reeves um who you can't not like uh what what a guy look at the drip look at the drip on this guy um who so much drip he announced the phantom liberty dlc uh with a trailer that includes idris elba as uh one of the characters in it but it's come out afterwards that it's not just a dlc um uh, I, I saw a report from, from VGC who, who played the game uh, while they are out there, uh, and they described that the, the, the whole game has been reworked, the way the police interact, some of the mechanics, it's a complete rework of the game, it's, com- it's been completely undersold as a DLC, they've actually changed some of the core mechanics of the game that were lacking uh because i mean i finished the game and i thought it was average at best to be honest even the environments they look great but there's just it's just emptiness talking about like Starfield, like cyberpunk like there's just there's npcs walking around and they just feel like robots all of them uh i know some have like robotic things in there but they just they just feel empty like no personality so this this potentially this dlc or reworking of the game would it be possible to, like, reboot a game as big as this at this point, do you think? Or do you think it is a bit a bit too late for, for this content? Um, not to go back to space travel, but, you know, No Man's Sky managed to reboot
0: itself to the point it is now. I, that, honestly, from watching this trailer, I was kind of like, okay, cool, new cyberpunk story. But after I heard that, I'm a little bit more excited, or I'm a lot more excited about it. I started playing the game this year. Um, just earlier in the year, but you know, I had a few problems with it. And it looks like most of those are getting touched on, like the skill tree being dead weird, the police being non existent, like the eye for them being terrible. So yes. this is this is what the game should have been whatever three years ago when it released. But I'm glad they finally seem to have got it there because, you know, it's cool. It's a cool looking game. It's a cool world. It's got fun characters. But, you know, It's just a shame how it all turned out. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So uh, VGC uh, had an interview with uh, uh, Powell Sasko, uh, the creative director, um, who's actually department for a new new adventure, but uh, he talks about all the core main systems of the game have been redone or updated in a major way, he told uh, VGC. The biggest ones are the perks and skill tree, which have been rebuilt completely. And we've also added vehicle combat, which enables new car chases. So he talks about how there could be just a random car chase that's that's being, that's going on, and you sort of get involved with it when you don't mean to, um, and it all happens live. Um, uh, and he, he talks about AI improvements, uh, followers, um, systematic changes that demand a new playthrough. Uh, all skill trees, all skill trees have been changed um vehicles also have a weak box like they're charging ports which is really cool so and you can also shoot from cars now which i can't believe you couldn't do before like even GTA 3 you could do that couldn't you uh back then so um yeah i mean tom have you have you played cyberpunk 2077
2: i haven't no i, I, was, haven't? I was really ex- i was really excited for it and then when the reviews kind of dropped i just stayed way clear of it until it was um inevitably fixed and then yeah. by the time that it had, you know just the the narrative and moved on and other games that came out that like caught my interest but um this showing of phantom liberty i think was really cool like if this is the the game that they almost promised you know that the 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 main game was going to be then i think it might draw a lot of people back in and i think the premise is really cool as well like the, the president landing in this district and you basically got to protect the president and like exfil him. i think is a really cool like story idea um Is is this? Do you have to own the main game or have played the main game to play this, or is or is it a standalone separate thing?
1: It's a standalone separate thing that costs. Scott is it twenty nine ninety nine?
0: I think so, but I think
1: I don't think it's standalone as in you can
0: buy it outside of the game. But I think it's like so embedded into the game.
2: Play the main game. I have to play the main game and like bring my character over if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you have to have completed it because I think some of it's like embedded in the main game. All of the all of the improvements uh, are going to be in the game free of charge, but it's just the story stuff that's getting added as DLC. Is what I understand. Um, yes.
1: Right. So, if you already own the game on a, a current gen console, so an Xbox Series X or S or PlayStation 5, the update that I just talked about with all the changes is free. It's just the DLC and additional content with the Idris Elba storyline that you'll be paying for with the expansion. As I understand, which is $24.99, uh, that released on the 26th of September. Uh Interesting. which m- makes it makes it a bit more compelling, doesn't it? Just to jump into it. If you if you haven't if you haven't bought it, you can you can uh buy it and like play the game as it was meant to be played when it was first released, which is a, a nice feeling potentially. Yeah, I think
2: so too. Because a lot of people might be like in in my shoes as well, having not played the original game because of how buggy it was. So, like, if you can pay twenty five quid for this DLC and like just build it up and not having played the original, or you know, having to bring in your character or anything like that, you could just play it from from the jump. Um, I think wards very much serve in its favor.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just just to tell you my experience, I bought it on in launch. And I don't know if you remember, but uh, the Xbox Series X launched that year as well, uh, a couple of months before it came out. But the Xbox Series X version was delayed until for like six months. So I was playing the Xbox One version of the game on my Xbox Series X. Uh, so I had to sort of stop playing the game because I was like, I'm going to ruin it for myself and I want to experience the graphics. And by the time it came out, I'd already I'd just gone through and completed it. And I didn't have a reason for another playthrough. But now with this expansion... Um, I don't see a reason it might necess- necess- necessitate another playthrough. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. But, uh, Scott, have you, Scott, you played that, haven't you? Uh, I played...
0: I, I was in Tom's boat where I was waiting yeah. for it to get into a decent state. I started playing a little bit when the port came out for the PS5 and then just something came up. That was the last year, wasn't it? Um so probably one of the, like, 50 games that came out then. Yeah. Uh, and when I had some downtime at the start of this year, I started playing it, um, and I got fairly far into it. I mean, I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but, you know, there is yeah. a moment in the start of the story, I mean, Keanu Reeves shows up. It's yeah. To, basically, that's probably the best way to put it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, I played, like, a significant bit of it, but... Um, I don't know. New stuff came out, and there was some stuff about it that wasn't all there. But I'm excited to go back in. I probably won't restart the whole game, but it'll be nice to have these changes. Hopefully, they'll just embed themselves into my save, and I won't need to yeah. restart it. Actually, but yeah, no, this this all looks good. This all looks like yeah. a right move. And I mean, The Witcher wasn't great at first either, and they kind of got that where it needed to be. Not as bad as this, mind you, but. So, you know, maybe next time release a game that's not busted at launch. I guess is the best
1: way. To do. I don't know why it keeps happening. Well, I do. I do know why it keeps happening because the publishers and developers are under pressure to release the game and earn a bit of money uh, from from up high, saying that we have to get this game out when it's not finished. Um, but you look at all the all the all, everything that's happened. You know, Halo Infinite is probably the biggest one that just fell off a cliff. Cyberpunk, uh, Red uh, Warzone Two to an extent as well, released far too early. Um these these kind of things keep happening and I just hope Starfield was delayed. Sorry to go back on Starfield again, but Starfield was delayed. Let's just let I just hope that they they're in a position where they're really confident and they're not they're not feeling the pressure to get it out this year. Um, so
0: Jasmine brings us up all the time and I'd like to echo it, stop announcing games so early. That is, yeah. that is the key. Cyberpunk Agreed. was announced in like 2011 or something like that. Yeah. And because they were working on The Witcher and all that, they had 10 straight years of, where's Cyberpunk? Get Cyberpunk <laughs> <Yeah. out." laughs> yeah. If they had yeah. announced Cyberpunk in like 2018, they probably would have had more time on it, you know? Yeah. Nintendo does this all the time. They announce games for coming out in like, you know, June or something like that. Yeah, I think Pacman. Pac- 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 Pac was announced in February. It's coming out in July. You know, other than Zelda yeah. and Metroid Prime, I think they always just stick to this game's coming in six months. Capcom do as well. Like Dragon Dogma Two is probably coming out at the start of next year. Yeah, uh, so I think Bethesda did it
2: brilliantly with um with Fallout Four as well. I think that's yeah, probably exactly. actually one of the reasons I bought it because I remember watching that showcase. They showed it for the first time. I was like, oh yeah, by the way, it's out in November in a couple of months. And everyone lost their mind, and I think I fed into that hype and was like, "I I need to play this game now." Then, like it's all everyone's talking about. Like, I don't know why more developers don't do that. Like, just keep it in the oven for a bit. Once it's ready to show off, and then go, "Oh yeah, by the way, it's out in four months. You don't have to wait that long." Surely that's going to lead to like an influx of of sales and stuff and interest in the game. Surely.
0: I mean, Bethesda also have done it the other way, though, because I want to see. Yeah, very true. 2016 or 2017, where they were like, "Okay, guys, Starfields, and by the way, <laughs> yeah, Elder Scrolls 6 And they were a PNG for like what five years in Starfield's case. Probably for the next five years in Elder Scrolls case, we're not going to see anything from that. It will just be a PNG. But they, because they love these big moments, they love the big E3 pop. You know, the Zelda yeah. 2004 trailer and stuff like that. They want that big moment. But you just got to keep it. Although, in Elder Scrolls case, I guess it has to just shut people up because the next 20 years would have been, where's Elder Scrolls? Where's it, (laughs) So I don't know. Marketing must be hard, I guess, is the takeaway from
1: that one. I suppose that's why Rockstar do such a good job with the GTI series because everyone sort of knows that it's in development but they never actually say and they never they're very very quiet on it i think they do they do do a very good job apart from the leaks obviously that happen but i think the the biggest thing um the biggest example i've seen about announcing a game before it's it's ready not even ready but before they should have done was the day before that survival game from that small developer where they announced the game but they didn't trademark the name first so they lost their they lost their Steam listing, and they lost, and they they also didn't um, buy their website or something, and then their their website was taken away, so they've had to be removed from Steam. So, guys, if you announce a game, make sure you trademark the name before. Uh, I mean, that's like marketing one hundred and one, surely. I mean, I guess for the day
0: before, uh, make sure the game actually exists before. <laughs> yeah, you know, even
1: that, even <laughs> yeah. that is a question as far as i can tell it's two people in a development team and every trailer we've got is a cgi trailer that looks ridiculous like as in really good and you just think how can something like that look that good and uh yeah there's no in-game engine footage with that one uh so, but yeah
0: well we're back on that i did want to bring this up earlier as much mm. as xbox we're like we're not going to show any cgi trailers it's all going to be in game it doesn't mean they showed gameplay because what was that? Senua's sacrifice or Senua's saga or whatever? That was like a six minute cutscene. That's oh, the ha- hell, black yeah, yeah, yeah. hell, yeah. 2. So they, really, they really hyped up that we're gonna show gameplay and then we're showing a they lot of they try and get away scenes. with it with in engine footage now, yeah. don't they? <laughs> yeah, okay, as an engine, but also that was just a six minute cutscene that could have been a CGI trailer, you know? So I don't know, it did win them some brownie points over Sony, but. I don't think they went through with it as well as they should have. That game's probably got gameplay ready. I don't know why they went with the... What was it? She was just looking at a puddle for most of it.
1: Yeah, this one here. Yeah. I mean, we, we me and Jasmine on the stream watching this, we were like, this game looks incredible. And it does say in-game footage, but yeah, we you do need to be wary of whether it's the in-game engine footage or whether it's actual gameplay from the game. But... In any case, just look at the detail on, uh, on the face and everything. Oh, yeah, that it, looks... it looks phenomenal, but
0: I want to see the game. I want to yeah, see yeah, someone yeah. play this game. It was announced three years ago, you know? Yeah. Um, and, like, you can get away with CGI trailers. I get the point of them. Like, you know, my most excited thing was a CGI trailer of a naked Japanese man washing up on a beach. <laughs> it's just...
1: Yeah, w- when that was, uh, I-, I was really close to, like, Taking off the stream for a minute because um, it just kept cutting to different angles. I don't know if you saw that as well, Tom. It was a, uh, it was a bit. I layering. believe that's the
0: next one after *Senua's Saga*. If we want to get this one. Oh, is it? Okay, show. okay. Um,
1: L- Let's know in the chat if you want to see uh, if you want to see someone on a beach with no clothes on. But, but even cap- then, <laughs> it's like you can
0: get away with CGI trailers. Announcing *Senua's Saga* three years ago with a CGI trailer—that's fine. Yeah, but it's been three years. The game should be out within the next year, I imagine. It's getting to the time where you show a game, you know, yeah. and that and like, what was the other one they announced? The um, it was like the second game in the show, Shadow something. The guy playing the guitar. Um, I should really remember the name. I wrote the the recap, but this one, yeah, cool. It looks cool what what is it south of midnight like announcing a new ip with a cgi trailer it always just feels about mm, to me like it looks cool but what is this game it was the same with ghost what War actually is ago. it yeah, yeah what actually is it yeah when Ghostwire was first shown off i was like this looks really cool what is it and it was nothing <laughs> like people expected it would be yeah But for like a franchise that's already established you know like putting your cgi trailer of your naked japanese man that makes sense that gets me (laughs) excited because okay cool there's a new yakuza coming okay it's in hawaii but for this like what sure it's an engine but it doesn't tell me anything about the game it doesn't you know it may as well have been a cgi trailer yeah yeah i guess is my feeling about it but so
1: does this mean that this game like obviously is not ready but they've not got to the size yet where they're confident enough to show the gameplay. So they've just gone, let's just create craft a trailer that's in our engine, and just get people excited about it without going into the gameplay. Is that is that what what's happening, or is it a different a different I, reason? Do you think? I guess, but like even from watching this trailer,
0: what do we think this game is? What genre is this game going to be? Because I remember we happy few this exact same developer that looked really cool. That looked like a Bioshock kind of esque yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, and then it turned out to be like a survival
1: crafting game or something. Yeah. So I mean, she's got she's got a weapon. She's got something on her back. Could it, it be, could be first person? Something? Exactly. <laughs> That's what I
0: mean. Like Ghostwire Tokyo looked like it would be like maybe a stealth game or something. Yeah, yeah, like that. yeah. And it turned out yeah. like this first person, like magic hands thing. You know. Yeah. So like, yeah.
1: what yeah. is this game going to be? Yeah. Who knows, man? Who you knows? may as um, well
0: have shown a CGI trailer. Yeah. I guess. But
1: yeah. Talking about not knowing, talking about knowing what a game is, uh, the next one we're seeing is uh, the new Star Wars Outlaws game, which is the very first open world Star Wars game. We don't know much about it, but what we do know is it will be an open world Star Wars game. It looks incredible. When I watched this live, I was like, I was was waiting to see a Mandalorian appear. (laughs) I'm going to be honest, I was waiting to see that Mando appear, but... I mean, even without that, this looks so good. And the potential for an open world Star Wars game is obviously clear to see from a, obviously a moneymaker perspective because the Star Wars franchise is, is massive, even if the films are mid, uh, especially the, the newest ones. Um, but are were you, were you excited for an open world Star Wars game?
2: Yeah, I'm definitely excited for more Star Wars. I mean, I'm playing through Jedi Survivor as well at, at the moment now, which is really, really great. So if, if if this kind of matches that in any way, I think I'd be really impressed. But I mean, looking at the, I know this is the CG tra- trailer here and then the Ubisoft showcase showed um, actual gameplay footage. It's, it feeds quite nicely off the discussion of like, we have to temper our expectations a little bit because as you said, Nathan, it look, it looked really good. But it almost looked too good to be true. So, yeah how how much of that is what we're seeing is gonna go into the actual game? Like when you when you see all like the little particles running across the screen and the dynamic weather and all that kind of stuff and the particles, you know, is are we gonna see as much of that when we actually play the game? But it's it's a really interesting premise. Um, I like the character. I like the little creature, cute sidekick that you have, adorable. Um, and I think. You know, I wonder if this was why Amy Hennings' kind of Star Wars game was was cancelled because that had like a similar premise to this as well. Um, you know, maybe that was a, a reason why that kind of got shelved and and this kind of got put to the to the forefront a little bit. But you know, like like with Starfield, it has amazing potential. But I think we need to wait and see how how much it lives up to those expectations.
0: I, again, it's the similar thing with Starfield for me, where I think this looks great. I, I like the concept, I like the look of the you know, the creatures, the characters and all that. But the words Ubisoft and open world never sat right with me because those <laughs> games are the pinnacle of like, here's a bunch of uh, icons on your map that you can go do these boring side missions and then craft some stuff. So if they break out of their usual formula for this, I'm all in because it looks cool. You know, Star Wars for as much as, you know, a lot of it ain't great it's cool like it's just you know yeah. space space cowboy stuff it's cool like but you know i'll I'll need to wait and see in this one because uh getting i'm saying getting tired of that ubisoft formula I've been tired of that ubisoft formula for about 10 years and they're still making that game so
1: yeah didn't Keep you say something them. about watchdogs in space off stream was it you or tom made that comment oh Maybe i think i tom. said
2: that like it was it looked too good to be true, much like the the watchdog demo did when that was first shown. Like, yeah, obviously it's very famous at this point that you know everyone saw that as as wow, this is going to be what next gen gaming looks like. And then you play the game, and it's nothing like that whatsoever. It's almost like the Golem game that just came out, like oh, it was, it was, a, was a perfect representation of that. And I I hope <laughs> this doesn't fall into that same category because as we've said, it's got huge potential. And I love the fact that we're playing a Star Wars game, and you know you play as one of those um like cowboy kind of characters that's you know it's nothing to do with the force or like family or whatever it's just someone trying to get by and you know doing a heist to kind of you know get away from the empire and stuff like that and yeah i think that's really cool being in that kind of underworld part of of the star wars lore um but yeah i mean it's whether the game is going to be as great as it's as it seems to be is, is another question entirely
0: you say that Guarantee you she picks up a lightsaber by the end of the game. (laughs) Guarantee it. Can you imagine? They cannot
1: stop themselves. Everyone does it. Immediate uninstallment. What's the the chances that she's like Han Solo's secret daughter or something as well? Yeah, something like that. You know Um, what I mean? We saw Han Han Solo in the... What's the the material that he gets?
0: Oh, carbonite,
1: yeah. Carbonite. We saw Han Solo in carbonite. Maybe there's a link there. Um, but it is really interesting believe. to me that it is really interesting to me that they're they're going for that era as well, like in in right in the middle of those Star Wars films, because that almost feels to me like the 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 bet the the best era of what people are going to really relate to. Who play this game? That was a really interesting choice, whether to be because they could have gone way before, they could have gone way after, but it it does feel like they're trying to kind of capture something by being in the same in the same universe and yeah maybe a skywalker or two will appear we'll have to we'll have to wait and see but i'm
0: excited i, I hope they have space to kind of do stuff with that though is my only problem because obviously those movies can and it's set in stone yeah you know yeah. they have to explain why cal isn't in, in the sequel trilogy or the prequel uh, the original trilogy sorry yeah uh, they need to explain why you know Jack Black's Mandalorian character wasn't in, you know. So they (laughs) need to have, I hope they have, like, free reign to just kind of, obviously not mess too much with the canon, but hopefully they get to do some cool stuff with it, because you know, that's been a problem with Star Wars games as of late, where, um, you know, what happens. Um, but, you know, a lot of games have been between three and four, and as the Mandalorian, not between six and seven, so
1: mm, yeah, you know, new choice I, for once. I genuinely thought the the first Star Wars open world game we were going to get would be a Mandalorian game, just because of how big that series has been and continues to be. So it's uh it's interesting they've gone for a different route. Maybe I think that is in development. I'm not sure who's developing that, but I'm pretty sure I've seen that was in development somewhere. You'll probably show up in this potentially oh, i did say
0: cameo, right? yeah
1: gotta be we'll just wait for the helmet uh connor says uh star wars lives up to announcing things too early so it's refreshing to see a real trailer lol i mean yeah real trailer in quotation marks because it is a uh, see in-game Did did say in-game engine footage no, at the that's, start
0: This was cgi so uh um... oh, this was
1: all cgi this trailer
0: yeah, so they were like, all the first party stuff will be in game or in engine, but you know, third parties can do what they want. But they did show some gameplay at the um Ubisoft event after the fact. So, oh they did? You know. Yeah, so it does exist. The game is real, you know, it's not but then again they showed gameplay for watchdogs, much like Tom said. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Here's hoping that. Yeah, um, indeed. But I mean, that's pretty much all they showed at the Ubisoft showcase. If we want to move on to that,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, let's do that, Scott. Yeah, lead the way, mate. What was uh, right. what was announced at Ubisoft Connect? So Avatar, which they announced maybe two or
0: three years ago, uh, people, um, which big shocker, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then they showed off some more gameplay for that really good-looking Prince of Persia game, which, um, you know. Uh, I think that's the Rayman Origins team doing that, so that should be really good. Yeah. Uh, A lot of very awkward presentations. Uh, Your man who does the Castlevania TV series got up there and stood awkwardly for about six or seven minutes talking about a Far Cry TV show. Um, (laughs) Your annual Just Dance segment. But, you know, the big thing was showing Star Wars gameplay right at the end. And it, you know, it looks good. It is a real game. It does exist. So that's more
1: you can say for some of the stuff that's been shown. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. We'll just uh, put in the chat because um, we're, we're, we've we got a video out on the channel soon uh, with our very own Aaron Potter, who, who's who been out in life for us covering all these events. Uh, he had the chance to sit down with some of the Star Wars developers and he asked the very question, uh, apparently, because Will's been editing the footage. I haven't seen the footage yet, but Aaron asked the very question, the why between four and five question. So if you want the answer to why Star Wars Outlaws is between four and five, subscribe to Mirror Gaming and you'll see the interview on the channel very soon. Um, but yeah, uh, how did that gameplay look to you, uh, Scott and Tom, the uh, the Star Wars Outlaws gameplay?
2: It looked like a multi-million dollar budget game it's it like like we've touched on already it, it looks spectacular but you could just tell that this is a really polished vertical slice of a game that's been so well choreographed and, and put together and you know they've painstakingly put so much detail into every frame of this demo you know is that going to transcend to this huge open world that apparently this game is that you can like seamlessly go from you know planet into space and and stuff like that you know it's just as good as it looked i i think we've everyone's just got to temper their expectations but i mean the combat looked good i was really impressed by the ui i thought the ui was really clean quite simple i really liked the title treatments and the fact that there wasn't much on screen It like it made it quite cinematic uh gameplay wise um the ship the uh, the actual like spaceship combat looks good as well um kind of like uh star foxy with like barrel rolls and stuff like that rather than like so much you're on a linear path kind of flying around it seems there was a bit more freedom to that as well um and there's some kind of like little nice little tricks that you could do with your companion and you know the actual blaster combat look pretty good as well but i mean it, it just screams that like i mean it, it can't look this good surely across the entire game across a huge open world i just I refuse <laughs> to believe that it's going to look this polished and if it does you know i will eat my eat my hat kind of thing you know and, and I, will, <laughs> I will gladly be proven wrong but i mean it just yeah it, it looks way too good to be true
1: so I'm going to be only... honest, I haven't seen this so you you two carry on, I'm just going to watch it for a bit and uh, <laughs> make
0: up my own mind My, my only um, maybe thing to think that this is maybe real gameplay is see when you go into space, there's this really long pause, like a awkward kind of, you know those fake loading screens you get in Jedi Survivor yeah, all the time, where yeah, you like yeah. crawls through a piece of rubble um, When you go into space, there was just this kind of like long, you know sitting in nowhere thing uh, but then again, two seconds later, it looks like fake gameplay because it's like uh, all these like pieces of metal floating through space, and I'm like, this looks too detailed and good to be something that's yeah. going to run. Is it announced for PS4 or is it just current? It's just current gen. Never mind. Um, but even then, I have my doubts. Uh, it's all very yeah, the, the particle
2: effects look absolutely insane. Yeah. Just, there's, um, yeah there's not going to be so much debris in space i think in the final products that we see in this in this little gameplay here surely. it's a shame
1: that we're so pessimistic about games but <laughs> tom as you said like we've been burned so many times uh we we should be watching these gameplay trailers going oh my god this looks amazing like but we there's always a thing of like okay let's hang on let's hang on a minute it can't be this it can't be this good it can't be this good but like, even look at the floor there, all the like rocks
0: rolling a bit, like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I was talking game.
1: about before, yeah. Don't you don't the... think?
0: I mean, I get a lot of stick from the team for being a bit of a Capcom fanboy, but I tell you why, because they, <laughs> they deliver every time. Like postman. <laughs> exactly. Like, they come on time better than my postman because they actually arrive on time, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, Capcom are probably having a you know, better uh, union stuff than them, but not the the point for now. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) Capcom delivers. You know who doesn't deliver? Ubisoft.
1: Ubisoft, yeah. (laughs) So it's it's hard not to
0: be pessimistic when Ubisoft have been, like, dropping the ball for years and years. Assassin's Creed Unity, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, Far Cry 5, Far Cry 6, like, these things all look amazing. And then they're not. This is, is this the pause. About... Is this the pause? Yeah, about? It, it just goes yeah, very, say, yeah. uh, it just kind of takes maybe a bit too
1: long. <laughs> like uh, are we through? Are we through uh, the atmosphere yet? No, wait no, for it. Still... Wait for it. Oh, bit, are we here?
0: It's a bit cloudy out here today. How big yeah. is
1: the atmosphere of this planet? That's... A 747 would be in space by now, surely. Oh, there <laughs> is. Just oh I see what you mean about the floating stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah, like that's. I don't know if it is again i mean i'm not going to eat my own hat because that'd be like really bad for my digestive system but you know i will be impressed yeah like yeah. when they go through this i'm pointing at the screen as if we can see <laughs> like, that yeah because yeah. i'm on the, on the screen i'm pointing away from it when they go through this like look at all that like that's that looks
1: incredible
0: yeah Do yeah i trust them <laughs> a bit less so it's like the weather effects and um watchdogs that's the thing you can point to where like the weather in that game looked phenomenal in that original demo yeah and then just was nowhere in the
1: game you know that barrel roll was incredible as well and that was clean oh that's that's
0: another one another we uh L- little you know, cutscene. You know.
1: yeah i mean again but what about if they pull it off scott what about if this is it again, i always think that you have to I'm hold on healthy. I'm
0: not trying to be pessimistic, <laughs> but when it comes to Ubisoft, it's uh, yeah. better safe than sorry, I think.
1: What um, did they say at the start? So so this is work in progress yeah. does not represent final quality. So it could get better. Is that what they're saying, Scott? It could be better than this.
0: I'm I'm not one of those people, you know. I don't know if any of you remember this, but when Spider-Man came out and there was the whole big deal about the puddle.
1: Oh, Jasmine, oh, ja- Jasmine, puddle, if you, yeah. Jasmine, if you're in the chat, she she is a, a resident graphic snob. She has a lot oh. to say about the water in the in Spider Man, I believe. Yeah. Um, so the
0: spider, I'm not one of these Spider Man puddle people, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if the game
0: looks yeah. good, but there's not loads of shit parts floating, then fine. If anything, I'm more worried about the like actual, you know, gameplay, as it can yeah. be one of these like. Look, uh, I can't remember her name. Is it K? K. we put yeah, on side so, yeah. outposts yeah. on your map. Go collect yeah. all of them and go collect 15 feathers and so I, on. I and would so rather forth. the
2: game not look as good as this and there'd be no texture poppings than them try and yeah. make it look this good. And like every yeah. time you come into a world, everything just pops in in the distance and stuff like that. You know, if you or need you can to have, drop the fidelity uh... of it, then, then fair enough. And you know, don't try and strive for something that you can't achieve. Look at and that then... tree.
1: Yeah, that tree. The wind. The wind. How it grabbed that tree. Then, if if that's in the final game, like that tree there, because also all the rocks are rolling in the same direction as the wind is blowing the tree. Which yeah,
0: I I do Ooh. like the um. I like that they have the you know the Star Wars like whoop that you see yeah. in the movies. That's a good yeah touch. yeah. Um, but also. Another thing when I was saying, I bet she picks up a lightsaber, I bet she runs in a Darth Vader. I bet she, <laughs> you know, they can't help themselves.
1: They can't they can't help themselves, absolutely. If Lucasfilm are involved, there's got there's gotta be something in their contract, surely, if they're letting people yeah. make games around it, there's gotta be something around a lightsaber or something to do with the uh, with the old Star Wars games. Speaking of um, Lucasfilm,
0: did we talk yeah. about uh, Sea of Thieves? <laughs>
1: we didn't we did it but i've got i've got a few uh, comments to get through first of all uh william uh, will johnston uh a show producer hi will uh thank you so much for watching he says looks so good yeah Will. i i think the same but uh scott and tom are trying to trying to temper the expectations a bit. i'm, I'm trying to hype it up a little bit more uh adam l uh, says audio sounding great scott thumbs up uh, did he did he sort you out with audio equipment? Is he is he your audio man, Adam L? Possibly, I can't it, I'm not good with it, names, maybe. He's your thank, microphone guy. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> thank, thank you, Adam. Thank you very much. Uh Connor's always still in the chat. Thanks so much for watching. Uh, imagine an alien isolation esque Star Wars level. Play Jedi
0: Fallen Order.
1: There you go, Connor. It already exists. Thanks, Scott. Um let's talk about A Sea of Thieves then. If you uh told
0: me one of the most exciting things <laughs> over the whole summer games fest would have been sea of thieves yeah. i would have made my hat yeah good lord they've done it they've finally done it it makes so much sense i'm beyond excited i'm not even going to spoil what it is because
1: you don't, don't want know, me I... to put on the trailer i can put the yeah. trailer on
0: i was waiting on the trailer <laughs> <laughs> you was what sorry
1: <laughs> I was waiting on the train. Oh, sorry, okay, here you go, sorry, my bad. My bad, here you go. So, so this is know, in-game footage. Yeah, I mean, I don't care how it looks. It's always looked kind of bad. Yeah, you know it's, a, heard, it's got a very specific art style, hasn't it?
0: I heard a wee dingle, and then I saw that island, and I was like, wait a minute, they've done it. They've brought Monkey Island to Sea of Thieves. It's the most obvious crossover in the planet, <laughs> yeah. and they've finally done it. Even the small details in this, like the wee guys spinning on the roof and the talking skulls, everything is there i cannot believe it look at his jacket look at this man's jacket look at the way the texture on his jacket that was a detail from like the original and they've like done it cannot believe it wanted to i wanted to call it this specifically because for a game i do not care about at all the perfect crossover can do wonders just like when they brought yeah. goku
1: into Fortnite, <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd either be a mention of goku somewhere it's uh all an elaborate ploy to get the coconut. yeah of course of course yeah so if anyone doesn't know see if these is sort of a it's a multiplayer uh pirate ship game essentially where you have to like pirate, you have to like team up and like you get your own pirate ship and stuff and you go on certain quests and get money and treasure and all that kind of stuff scott are you are you interested in playing this thing is that what you're saying
0: I played a bit of it when it first launched, and yeah. it, it was not very good. But somehow it's still popular. So that leads me yeah. to believe this is like a secret No Man's Sky type of situation where, yeah, 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 it's suddenly amazing. Um, but and you can you know, play it for free as well.
1: The expansion is yeah. free. This is how so you get people
0: funny. in, you know. You just you get something because, like, I don't know. It's. I'm not much of a multiplayer game person in the first place, but you know, bringing in that's what you need to do with a pirate game. I guess you bring in like the big pirate franchises. They had Pirates of the Caribbean years ago. Now they've got us. Um, maybe yeah. in ten years' time, they'll have a Ubisoft Skull and Bones crossover, which <laughs> completely forgot about that. At the press conference. Yeah, exist? God lord. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, at the at the conference, they had a song performance of skull and bones by a bunch of guys who looked like imagine dragons and then excuse me and then in the background it was like sea of thieves beta coming next august or something like that what but they didn't show any gameplay they didn't this is what i was talking about with this ubisoft conference it was incredible it was like guys doing like the only kind of throat thing like yo (laughs) <laughs> the different.
1: sea shanty, sea shanty, yeah. is that what it? Is? Oh my god, it was amazing! That's exactly what, what you mean. want
2: to do to try and get people hyped about your game that's been in development hell for a while. Just get a band out there, it don't show does. anything, just and say, not yeah, show any
1: gameplay. Yeah, it's take got my a money. banner in the I'm
0: background in. saying the game's gonna be an open beta in August. They didn't show the game. Oh dear, this is, this is why the Ubisoft show is the best show, um, because it was just filled with this Hands weird stuff. Absolutely, like, back capsule. to the good old days. What does a Sony show where they just saw trailer after trailer do for anyone, you know? We need, we need the cringe back in these conference press conferences. conference needs to
2: open with an awkward dance number. Absolutely. We need Absolutely. Konami's
0: 2010 E3 press conference once again. We need to go back to the good old days, and Jeff hasn't given us that
1: oh jeff 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 uh, adam l is in the chat uh he's your mic guy scott as we've already talked about uh adam oh, says sea of thieves never been the same since they removed the ability to pick on xbox noobs and steal all their stuff i didn't know that was the thing uh adam and uh
2: see if Thieves got skill based matchmaking Then is what we're saying
1: i, I don't know potentially I, uh, have I you ever... wouldn't steal anything would they? no 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 that's completely out, out of character for, for them um uh, have you ever played Sea of Thieves, Tom? Have you ever seen gameplay or anything for Sea of Thieves?
2: Yeah, I've seen gameplay. I've seen a few like streamers that I follow play and stuff. It looks like good fun, but I've I've never got into it uh, really. Like the whole pirate thing is doesn't really interest me at all. Really much like I said before about like fantasy and, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Did, what, I, what I know they made a few Pirates of the Caribbean games, but it seems to me that there's a there's a real sort of imagine a Pirates of the Caribbean open world. Game where you can sort of just similar to Star Wars Outlaws, where you just sort of go to different go to different places all around the world. And has that been done? Because that has passed me by. If it has, it
0: has been done and subsequently cancelled when uh, Disney <laughs> closed their um, right.
1: time when Disney closed
0: down their internal studios, but there was yeah. A, um, it was called Armada of the Damned, a parts of the Caribbean game. It was really being made by Propaganda Games, who made um, the two Two Rock, not Two Two Rock, the new Two Rock, and then Tron <laughs> Evolution. Right. Okay. Um, but they, you know, they got shut down along with all the other Disney studios. So yeah, it was it got taken happen, away,
1: but... taken away from us. Um, I think that would be nobody I would that really
0: game. Though, let's be honest, no
2: one's playing that game.
1: I mean, I want to play it. Black Flag it. is the best Assassin's
0: Creed because it's a cool pirate game. You know. Even though
1: it's barely an fair Assassin's Creed game. So, Better than um, the Ezio era. Yeah. Really?
2: It can't be Assassin's Creed 2 for me. That's still my
1: favourite. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe some of it's like... Ezio doesn't have... Sea uh,
0: shanties.
1: <laughs> <laughs> shanties. automatically elevate above, above it. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't really know how to... Uh, uh, how to, how to uh, segue to the next one. So I'll just segue by saying this uh the there's next defiant uh, open beta um coming is it like next month July uh next week
2: yeah I think it's the end next of June, week
0: yeah. wow 20, okay 21st if you go to dot uk forward slash gaming you can find out exactly when because I've nice
1: nice plug nice plug uh and that'll be coming uh, going up against warzone 2 season 4 or should we just call it warzone now i don't know what to call it uh because uh in all their promotional uh assets for the launch of season 4 have you noticed tom that warzone 2 is nowhere to be seen it's only warzone have you seen this
2: yeah i, I have noticed that yeah it's it's kind of strange isn't it that They've either dropped Warzone Two because they now believe that it's not worthy, not a worthy sequel to the original, yeah. or they've dropped the two because they now feel like the game is in a decent enough state to like warrant just being called Warzone. If that makes sense, like who told
1: who told them that?
2: Yeah, well, this is the thing. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I. So, so hang on, we've got Warzone season four but we've also got call of duty warzone that is still playable on caldera it's called
2: warzone caldera or something yeah
1: so so does that mean do you think that we'll before we get on season four does that do you think that they're going to drop support for that soon and they're just going to transition into the new warzone thing what what do you think they're trying to do with what do you think they're trying to do i think they
2: have to at some point right I'd, i'd yeah i think they're just trying to drop this whole whole idea of this next Warzone being like a 2.0 or a 2.2, it almost seems like it's like still unfinished, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And they're dropping that 2.0
2: to try and like make it seem like it's now a finished game, because it's in a place that people have wanted it to be in, you know, ever since it launched. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you're right. I think they have to inevitably drop support for Warzone Caldera, especially as we bleed into the new Call of Duty this year, and how that's going to impact and shake up the the new Warzone in its current state. So, yeah, bye-bye Caldera, I guess. So they're trying
0: to track people into thinking they're playing a better game. Is my well, guess. yeah, exactly,
1: yeah. <laughs> probably, probably. I mean,
0: this, uh, this is the company that does Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Hello. Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Also, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and Call of Duty Modern, Co- Modern Warfare Modern Warfare
1: 2, yeah, I know, so, I know. Who knows at this point? <laughs> who knows? Uh, originality. Also, Charlie Intel shared this on Twitter. Uh, on their season. So basically, they reused. See, this is from the season six of the original Warzone, right? With the yep. Vidansk airport and everything on there. They used the same screenshot for season four of Warzone two.
2: Everybody freaked out, thinking Verdansk was coming back. Yeah,
1: but what is that? Just a mistake? Is I, that? I anything... think
2: I think they've now pulled that trailer
1: because everyone oh, really?
2: Of a dance thing. I think they've now pulled that, yeah.
1: So, Which so think... hang on. So, so whoever has been whoever made this video is like, let's troll the community a bit. Let's just use this graphic. Well, hopefully this no thing, one notices. Right? Like,
2: surely they must have known that that's... When you're putting together this trailer, that that's there. So, they've either pulled the trailer because they don't want people to get excited about the dance potentially returning, or they yeah. pulled it because they've let the rabbit out of the hat too early, maybe? I don't know. <sighs>
1: Who knows, man? I mean, knowing Activision, it wouldn't surprise me if it's just a mistake. It probably is, yeah. They work. just It'll reused old assets, you know, by accident or whatever. Because, um, yeah, verdanski isn't coming. I mean, if it does now, we'll look silly, but <laughs> Vodansk isn't, isn't coming. Um, what is is not coming is a brand new map uh, called Vondel or Vondel. How are we saying it? How Vondel? Vondel? I haven't actually said it out loud Vendel. yet yeah Vondel?
0: scott point. how did yeah, you
1: that. say it in a in your inner uh, monologue
0: i think i said Vondel in my inner monologue but Vondel Vondor. sounds better coming out i
1: don't know
0: it's <laughs> set in the netherlands isn't it we'll need to find yeah. similar similar named places in the netherlands and find out
1: yeah, So in the in the campaign uh the single play campaign there's a there's a section in in the in amsterdam um where you're playing it seems to be based on that sort of mission because that was such a such a highly praised mission and the, the way everything looked and everything was was incredible uh, so yeah v- Vond- Vondel or Vondel or whichever however you want to say it that's coming with warzone 2 season 4 which is set for release round about now actually uh on all platforms uh so if you haven't downloaded the update yet go and update it because if you try and go on with your mates later you'll have to download it anyway so do it now because otherwise you'll be waiting there's always one in there? there's always one who hasn't downloaded the update so this is for all you out there I've who been haven't downloaded before yet. Yeah, and we've all been there group. we've all been there yeah we've all been there absolutely so uh yeah so warzone 2 season 4 or oh, warzone season 4 sorry uh with the new branding um the Vondel lap uh, map will be resurgence at first with DMZ as well, uh, and later on it will be a battle royale map uh, later on in the season. There's also some leaks as well, uh, courtesy of uh, Insider Gaming's Tom Henderson, that uh, there will be a removal of AI, strongholds will become inactive during infill, enemy players will be able to see the UAV radius and can recapture the stronghold, inactive strongholds with white supply boxes are also highlighted on the attack map, And the base health has been increased from 100 to 150, bringing the total player health up to 300 when players are kitted out with a full set of armor. I spoke to... We did a video with, uh, in my opinion, the best Call of Duty player in the world, FIFA Kill. Um, uh, We did a couple of videos, actually, and, and he talked about the time to kill being something ridiculous that could just be easily, easily fixed. This seemed... We, I haven't seen the patch notes yet, but th- this seems to be correcting that. If we look at the new map, if we look at the way they've corrected that, if we look at the removal of AI, everyone has said remove AI, right? Every single person that I've spoken to has said remove AI. And w- I've talked about this in the Slack, and we've talked about it at different meetings, and I always get taken the mick out of because I always say, oh, guys, but this is there's a chance this could be the update that everyone finally gets back onto Warzone. It could finally be it. So I suppose the question for you two is, is this it? Is this the revo- are we is this the revival of Warzone?
2: I hope it is because it's it's took them long enough, let's put it that way. I mean, as you yeah. said, these are the, the changes that the community has been screaming out for, crying out for ever since it launched. The fact it's taken them this long to get to this stage is, you know, really quite disappointing. As you say, it surely can't be that difficult to slap a bit of extra health on, but you know, if it's tied to one engine, is that going to affect the multiplayer? And I suppose there's more complicated, you know, strands to it than that. But I mean, if these changes are true, and I, I think they are, because a couple of streamers got sent out to like play early, and I think they were reporting back that these these changes are true. That, like it's a huge step in the right direction. I completely agree that the time to kill is ridiculously fast, and I think this will make the game feel um, a lot better. Um, and obviously, you're not, you're not going to be dying so quickly, which is going to be huge. Staying in games longer, that kind of thing, and the removal of AI is just a huge, huge plus because that AI shouldn't be in a battle royale game at all. Keep no. them in DMZ where they clearly were were built for, but when you come over to a um to to a battle royale, they, they shouldn't be there uh, at all. So I really hope this is a step in the right direction. The new map looks fantastic. People that yeah. have played it already that you're showing now uh, have come back and said that it's it gives off a lot of a dance vibes, um, which I think is really exciting. Um, you know, it just looks a lot more urban, we're not in the desert anymore, which I think is great. Um, uh, there's a lot more, you know, buildings and stuff you can finesse in and around of, and a lot of the POIs, as we say, kind of, you know, nods to for dance and stuff like that, which I think is really cool. So, I mean, yeah. we'll have to see how it plays and how much of a difference these changes actually make and, you know, whether they've addressed some of the other issues like audio and, uh, you know, maybe a bit more service stability and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, on paper, this seems like a really good step in the right direction. We'll just have to see um, how well it plays and if they can continue to uh, to build on this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Scott, do you do you think this could be the beginning of a resurgence? Pardon the pun. Oh, look at that. Oh. oh, oh. Um,
0: I don't know. It feels like every patch we're like, is this it? Is this the one? And then it, yeah. it doesn't <laughs> yeah. come For yeah. me personally... I've had no interest in Warzone since Fortnite Zero Build happened. Yeah. Because that was the thing that, you know, needed to happen to that game. And it's just a more polished, kind of exciting Battle Royale, you know. Even, you know, all the crossover stuff is funny, but, like, the actual (laughs) game is good too, you know. Yeah. Um, But, I hope it's, like, the map looks cool. I I like that they're bringing it back to a city because, like, when I played Warzone, it was Verdansk I was playing. I liked Verdansk a lot, but... Yeah. You know, and this kind of, like, the Amsterdam kind of inspired, like, you know, all the waterways and stuff like that. It looks cool. But, I mean, the Warzone community doesn't ever seem to be very happy, so... (laughs) That's true. Let's, for let's, good hope. reason,
2: Scott. For good reason, I'd like to point out.
0: <laughs> I guess let, let's hope, but, um, you know, it feels like every update is the one that will save Warzone, and we're gonna, you know, it can only be saved so many times, I guess.
1: Yeah, it does feel like there's sort of a whenever an update comes out, there's always this. Big, big search of interest. There's always a, a lot of people logging on to see what's changed in the game, and they might play it for a day or two after. and Then there's a real lull again, and then the new update comes out, and everyone plays it again, and then it goes down. And it and it's just it's just following that. They can never seem to get that to get that level of player base. And I think that comes down to the gameplay not being fun. I think if they if the gameplay is fun and rewarding and actually like nice to play, I think you'd see a more a more even line of players and not that kind of peaks and troughs that we're getting now. So if, if it's true that they have increased out I've just had a quick look on the call of duty blog. The patch notes aren't out yet. The official patch notes aren't out yet, which is strange because the, that's very the update is supposed to go live like now. So that's a bit weird, uh, but I can confirm there's, there's no official patch notes uh, for what I'm, I'm looking at. Um, if that's true, they've increased the the health. That is a huge a huge step forward because that's something that is the most frustrating thing about Warzone Two and has been since it was first released. It's just the time to kill is just so, so quick for 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 casual players, particularly someone like me who often goes on with my, my mates and just has a mess around. Like it's just no fun, just getting killed instantly without even knowing what's going on. Um, and I know that that will annoy people who potentially. Think there should be a skill ga- skill gap in the game, and that that brings that into the case. But I think it just it just helps everyone having more health, right? It just it's just Fortnite have already got that, Scott. If I'm, I was talking to Jasmine earlier, I think in the uh, I think in our video meeting earlier, I think she said that Fortnite have got a very similar sort of health level. Um, yeah, if it works so for Fortnite, like, works for Warzone. So
0: I would I would like to pose a question to the two of you about this because hmm. I, I don't have. Um, any skin of in the game for Warzone? What I really like about Fortnite and what I think keeps Fortnite successful is every new season or every other couple of weeks there is something new. Every new season, there's a new part of the map. Every couple yeah. of weeks, there's a new gun or a new mythic item. Do you think that maybe what Warzone needs to kind of keep up, or do you think that would kind of you know sully the waters for Warzone?
2: No, I think you're right. I it'd be interesting with with the launch of this this new map and the fact that it's going to come into br mid-season you know that'll be the first time i think correct me if i'm wrong that there'll be two maps within the core br rotation for warzone
1: yeah and i think
2: i think that will do the game wonders because if you look at like apex for example you know the map changes every couple of hours every day or so and i think that just keeps things fresh and entertaining and even though you know you've played these maps before you know it's it's good to revisit them and like change things up every now and again rather than play the same map um over and over that's how it becomes quite quite stale um i think i think for too long we've had you know new warzone seasons where it's just here's a new gun here's a couple of maps for multiplayer a new gulag for warzone and and that's really it i think they they're totally right i mean you just need to copy fortnite's homework and and, and just do it apply it to your game yeah. like that's how you do Season updates and, and, and keep people interested because people's attention spans now like are so so short that you know you you need to keep people engaged in in your game and you know bringing in new maps and and stuff like that is, is a good way to do that not just you know here's a an operator that you don't see in Warzone you know so what's the point in that and here's a couple of new guns okay that's cool but you know new maps and stuff uh, is is the way forward I think and substantial changes like this forget the new maps.
1: What? I want the Crash Bandicoot gun. They need to add, um, <laughs>
0: you know, the the old Crash Bandicoot adverts where it goes to the Nintendo HQ with the microphone and it's the guy in the car. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's yeah. when we yeah. need more. zone. that's how you say. If words. that
2: actually fires out Wampa fruits as the tracers, that's an instant purchase for me. That is <laughs>
1: eighteen hundred <laughs> cod points. Jesus.
2: Okay, maybe not. Good on them. For a good get, it's not really in um, the meta anymore, yeah. Maybe not.
1: <laughs> get insane with the insanity sniper rifle weapon blueprint. Or get up close to the typical spin jump range with the Let's Rumble SMG weapon blueprint. Uh you get a Wumper grenade as well, which re- replaces the default frag grenade look. Oh my god,
2: this is huge. I mean
0: <laughs> All all I'll say is if Crash Bandicoot came at Fortnite, you would get a spin move Mavic, you would get the Wumpa bazooka as an item you know but and that's kind of what I mean they either do the Fortnite thing and bring in crossovers or they just give up on it because yeah you know getting a oh here's a skin for Messi or a gun skin for Crash Bandicoot you're not even looking at your skin half the time so like they need to yeah that's true focus a little less on what is perceived to make Fortnite popular, which is like, oh, it's got you know John Cena this week, it's got Darth Vader this week, yeah. and actually copy what makes Fortnite a good game, which is you know that last season alone we had Easter items one week, the next week it was Star Wars uh, Attack on Titan, the next week Star Wars items were in the game, you know the next, you know they keep it fresh even over a season to the point where like yeah. I don't think I've ever finished a battle pass for a game except for Fortnite because they just mm. keep it. Yeah. each season you know um
1: yeah absolutely uh interestingly if we go on to games warzone two is now just warzone on here and it's also the tag has changed on here but if we go into news and then go so if we go into patch notes and then go to games they haven't changed it <laughs> typical so, uh, yeah.
2: typical activision yeah
1: i mean how difficult is it's like they just don't help themselves, do they? Like the consistency yeah. of the message, like yeah. Boy, but,
0: I uh, someone got fired for that blunder.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we haven't got we haven't got any patch notes. This is where the patch notes normally drop. Uh, maybe they'll drop in a minute. Uh, let's have a look at the the Trello. Um, you can't see this, but I'm I'm looking at it. Uh nope.
2: You are right we though. Can't... I'm pretty sure they either come out a couple of hours before the season goes live, or even like, yeah, they've done it the day before or something, which is super bad. I mean, yeah, well, I think...
0: live at six, I believe. So you know, better go on it soon.
2: Well, yeah, it's right. not it, should... on that blog post.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure streamers normally go live at like five, half five, don't they? To it, it, I think as long as the update is downloaded, you can pretty much get in the official start date is like six o'clock but it's always a bit earlier than that because people just download it earlier but uh yeah it is, it is weird maybe, maybe the patch notes is so big for season four that they're having trouble uploading it or something maybe their cms is a bit dodgy uh wouldn't know anything about that personally um but yeah uh i was shots hoping we fired. could look at the pa- no 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 shots here scott no shots here um i was hoping that uh we could talk through the patch notes but Obviously not, uh, because they haven't decided to upload them, which is good. Um, Will we do but, the
0: the song number then, the dance number?
1: Yeah, if you practiced it. Yeah. Um, do you want to kick us off? Well, Tom was meant to start and his
0: mate, uh, his camera's not working, so I don't know. Oh, uh, but... he
1: was he was the like, sort of the 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 flourish at the These end, are, but also uh, at the start, wasn't he as well? Yeah. So we can't do it anymore, unfortunately. Sorry about um, that, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean if we if we wanna talk about anything else that's happened this week, I would feel remiss if I didn't bring up Dragon's Dogma 2.
1: Dragon's uh, Dogma 2? Let's talk about Dragon's Dogma 2. I know uh we we had that moment on the stream with myself and Shibana where yep. she didn't she sort of realised no. as soon as she saw the griffin and then yeah. started screaming. That was a really nice moment. Uh how how excited are you about Dragon's Dogma 2? So
0: anyone who knows me knows that Metal Gear favorite thing ever, Metal Gear 3, favorite game ever Dragon's Dogma 2 is the most exciting thing I've seen over the last couple or this whole Summer Games Fest it looks phenomenal like I love the first one but you know, it's it's got it's problems it's got some jank too Whew, looks amazing and the Capcom showcase they just showed the trailer again the Oh you're joking run. but um, uh, Hideaki Itsuno, who's the director of it he did Demon Cry as well um he went into some of the details and even like small stuff I'm like this sounds amazing uh, there's a clip in the trailer of like someone grabbing a troll's leg and the troll falling over you can like grab monsters by their body parts to trip them up and you can like you know all this weird physics stuff that like doesn't need to be there but like that's <laughs> the type of stuff I'd prefer I don't mind I don't care if a game looks good Zelda does not look the best, but all the dumb physics stuff in Zelda is the best. And that's what I think we need to be going with for the new hardware. Graphics will top out, gameplay won't. Um Yeah. But yeah, it looks phenomenal. Like graphically, gameplay, everything. Like this is I hope this is gonna be a huge game for them, but you know, just all depends on dragon's dogma isn't exactly a uh, household name yet but it should be um but they also need to have like a really dumb j-pop theme tune like the first game (laughs) i don't think we can play but i implore everyone to go look that up
1: Um, i think it came out i mean dragon's dogma it's been 10 years hasn't it since that came out and I, i forgot who said it now but someone pretty big in the industry said that we should get used to games see games development taking five to six years rather than the two to three years that that's that been was, taking. Uh,
0: was that not phil spencer
1: that sounds like something phil spencer would say so let's let's go with that um <laughs> do, do you think that's one do you think that's correct and two do you think players will um, do you think that'll resonate with players or do you think that the impatience that we've you know got as gamers who just want to play games do you think that'll overrule any of that it, it just
0: depends, really. Like, I think yeah. the now is the time for Dragon's Dogma 2. 2015 mm-hmm. wasn't, you know. Um, but word of mouth around the game has just grown in like the last 10 years. And even though I'm saying it's not a household name, I think it's like one of their best selling games. I think it's up at like 8 million or something like that. Hmm. Which obviously, compared to like Call of Duty numbers, is nothing, but like for you know, that's like their 10th best selling game or something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and obviously, he's he's been busy. He like Devil May Cry he came back after like 10 years and it hadn't lost a beat. So, you know, same, same director, same team doing yeah. another game after 10 years. I have nothing but faith in this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, sometimes uh, yeah. you just need to take that time, I think. Yeah.
1: Tommy, can you imagine if uh, Activision came out right now and said, "We're not getting a Call of Duty game for five years"? While well, we get I would it right, I'd actually
2: really, really respect them for that. It's yeah. yeah, it's the same if they when Warzone, you know, was was so damn bad. I, I think we talked about this on on a podcast before. Maybe like, I would respect yeah. that. Took the game off Steam, off PlayStation stores, and said, "Look, we're, we're going away for six months to fix the game." going to be out and relaunch it in november yeah based on all your feedback and stuff like that i think that would go down so well rather than it just being dragged along and you get mm-hmm. the odd few updates here and there oh, that's all six
1: months think. though if it was five years that yeah, means true. we'd have to play this for five years <laughs> uh, <laughs> while we waited for it um multiverse has just had something
0: similar though and that is not yeah down well at all so i think i don't know there's a good
1: it, way de- Sorry, go ahead. If Warzone was good now,
0: hmm.
1: would that be less of an issue if they suddenly said like, oh, you'll have to wait four or five years for a game? Or do you think people would still react the same way? Do you think f multiplayer FPS games are treated differently and that players are expecting that update every year? Do you think it's different for games like Dogma 2 and I Starfield think, and
0: I think Call of Duty even two years? would do it you know like there's what four four teams on college a raven sledgehammer infinity warden uh triarch
1: triarch yeah
0: each of those games probably already has like a three to four year development cycle
1: that's true so that's a good point yeah
0: Giving those teams an extra year or so to figure stuff out and look how the game goes i think I think you just have a
1: leap year every, every, you know, just have a leap year once every,
0: yeah. I think it would go a long way for Call of Duty's like perception, like the way people talk and think about Call of Duty. But then again, people buy it every year. Same with FIFA, same with WWE. But then again, WWE took two years off and they came back with the best games they've made in Mm. decades, you know? So. Basically, they need to release a game as bad as WWE 2K20, and that's when we'll get it. That's when we'll sort
1: it. We we already know that there's going to be a Call of Duty 2023. We don't know what it's going to be called yet. The rumors is that it's going to be it is going to be a new game, but it's going to be uh, is it going to be Modern Warfare? They're talking oh, yeah, about I potentially it was be like an ex-
2: expansion to Modern Warfare. Yeah, basically, I think yeah. they're calling it Modern Warfare Three. Shockingly, yeah. Um and just building on that, um, which is interesting, rather than like just doing a completely new new thing.
1: Yeah. maybe that'll work out for the best then. Maybe if they do it that way and then next year we'll get the new studio, you know, doing the new game.
0: So apparently it's Sledgehammer doing it, like they were developing an expansion that's been spun into in a game. I I think it's Treyarch's
1: turn this year.
0: It is if you kind of go by the year-to-year thing, but apparently yeah. it's Sledgehammer doing it this year. And you know what? Oh. For as much as people love to dunk and Sledgehammer, I think they're my favourite of the three. I think Advanced really? Warfare was fantastic. I completely like, agree. I never played um, their last one, but Advanced Warfare was fantastic. World War Two had problems, but it was still better than, like, Infinite Warfare or, like, Black Ops 4, you know? So... You know, I tr- I hope Sledgehammer has their big turnaround. The way people kind of treat them, because a lot of people treat them as the kind of like worst studio. But I think, you know, they are an underrated bunch. They are a talented bunch, but also the original Modern Warfare three was bad. So maybe having <laughs> that name gives it some bad juju. So,
1: Tom, who do you, who do you think are the best of the of the four? If you could pick one.
2: I would agree. I think it's it's between Sledgehammer and an Infinity Ward. Uh, I think really, I think
1: Infinity uh, Ward made Warzone 2.
2: Yeah, maybe maybe Infinity Ward back in the day, not so much anymore with their questionable decisions for for this game. Um, yeah, but yeah, I agree with Scott. I, I really enjoyed Advanced Warfare. I think that's where the I thought Call of Duty was going in a really interesting direction and just going away yeah. from very typical military, you know, settings and features, and you know, having jetpacks and Changing up the formula and stuff like that, and then they yeah. just completely—I know they did that in the in the Black Ops games towards the end. There was a lot more, you know, leaning into into that kind of mechanics and movement, and then they kind of just dropped that and went back to the very stale. This is a military shooter, which I think was was the wrong direction to take the franchise. I think.
0: Yeah, everyone complained about exosuits and all that, but you know what? If we if we didn't complain about exosuits, would have Titanfall three, and the world would be a much better place. So. <laughs> You know, we Completely were wrong. Agree. We were wrong. We all need to apologize. You know, plus Advanced Warfare is the biggest contribution to society because that's where Press F to pay respects came from. Yeah, and that is like a, just a thing now.
1: You know, so yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> you know that's that's the biggest impact Call of Duty's made since the original Modern Warfare. I'd say, but
1: yeah, and uh, yeah, it's a. Uh... I don't know. I don't know who I'd say to be honest. I, I, Someone's telling me Triarch, but I'm not. I'm not sure why. I just, I just sort of. I, I feel like their games. the opinion changes every few years. Yeah, it's true. For a
0: while, it was Triarch's the good studio, Infinity Ward's bad. Yeah, and now it's <laughs> Infinity Ward's good and Treyarch's the bad studio. And, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, it's a Hammer. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. But w- what what hasn't been bad is this episode of the walkthrough. Thank you so much for both for uh, for coming on today. Uh, Tom, thank you so much for, for coming on and talk about Warzone at the Xbox Showcase and everything. Really enjoyed your insight uh, into the your thoughts on the new games and also Warzone 2, sorry, Warzone, uh, yeah. and Warzone, 2, Warzone Season 4 launching today. So thank you so much, Tom. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to see you next time. Uh, yeah, I but... hope
2: so. No, it's been a pleasure as always. Thanks for having me on
1: okay and scott thank you so much uh for you, for your insight as well this week uh but that that's all we got time for this week thanks scott appreciate it uh, I, I i i just realized i didn't give you time to say thank you back so there you go there's oh, your time no.
0: thank you um possibly going to pass out
1: the second <laughs> <was off> <laughs> well yes, we I better know. we we better <laughs> win then we better win. so uh, thank you so much everyone for watching the, the mirror game walkthrough we'll be back next Wednesday at 4pm for another episode uh, but make sure you like and subscribe we've got some great live, uh, live uh, events happening uh, next week which you won't want to miss Um, And some great videos as well, including interviews, including Star Wars, uh, Assassin's Creed and much more as well. So make sure you get subscribed uh, for those. But uh, that's all for this week. We'll catch you next week uh, at the same place and the same time. Uh, Bye bye. See you later.